Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I am Julien Oyer. The government of New South Wales has decided its greenhouse emissions must be reduced by 70% before 2035. The state also decided before that it should have net zero emissions in 2050. Another target for New South Wales is to reduce the emissions by half in 2030 at the latest. And so far, it is on track to do it. All these reductions are based on emissions in 2005. But Treasurer Matt Keane says New South Wales wants to go even further. This is not only good environment policy, this is great economic policy. It will drive up to $39 billion worth of investment into our economy by 2035 and support 13,000 new jobs. And the best news is that because of the policies that we've already got in place, we're on track to meet this ambitious target. So again, it's a target that's focused on protecting our planet, but doing so in a way that's going to grow our prosperity for generations to come. The announcement happens just after the state and the federal government agreed earlier this week to invest $4.5 billion in renewable energy infrastructure project. American intelligence officials say North Korea is supplying Russia with military equipment. The White House says its intelligence officers have discovered a private Russian military company called the Wagner Group has received rockets and missiles from Pyongyang. The Wagner Group fights side by side with Russian troops in Ukraine. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says they are worried that North Korea and more private contractors are getting more and more involved in the war on Russia's side. Now because the Russian military is struggling in Ukraine, President Putin has increasingly been turning to Wagner, which is owned by Yevgeny Prokhorjin for military support. In effect, Mr. Prokhorjin controls a private army that fights alongside the forces of the Russian Federation. Mr. Prigozhin is spending more than $100 million per month to fund Wagner's operations inside Ukraine. The U.S. says the Wagner Group has around 50,000 fighters in Ukraine, including 10,000 contractors and 40,000 people recruited from Russian prisons. The Taliban still defend their decision to ban women from universities in Afghanistan, even though it has been highly criticized around the world. The foreign ministers of the G7 group have said they urged the Taliban to give up the ban and that gender persecution could be seen as a crime against humanity. But Afghanistan's Minister of Higher Education, Nida Mohammed Nadim, says the ban is necessary to prevent the mixing of genders on campuses. and because the Taliban believes some of the subjects being taught violate the principles of Islam. He says the exclusion of women will continue until further notice. Some planes expected to land at Melbourne Airport early on Friday morning had to land in other cities because of heavy fog. Two planes coming from Christchurch in New Zealand and one coming from Tokyo had to go to Sydney 
while the weather also caused other flight delays. Melbourne Airport says flights are still landing and departing, but a little slower because of the low visibility. On Thursday, heavy rain and wet weather also created delays for other flights. Double demerits are now in force across parts of the country as Australians prepare to drive for end-of-year holidays. The National Roads and Motorists Association says double demerits are in place in New South Wales and the ACT for 11 days from today until the 3rd of January, while in Western Australia they are in place until the 8th of January. Highways are expected to be busy as it is the first time in three years that all borders have been down for the Christmas break. I am Julien Huyer. This is SBS News in Easy English.